If you're creating content and running a business and you haven't found a way to automate and systematize things in that content creation process and in your business operations, you're literally just taking your valuable time and throwing it out the window. That's why I'm excited to talk to Irit Levy today because she's an automation and system and processes queen. I've learned a ton from her through her content, through the things that she posts, through just conversations with her. She's helped me out with a lot of things in the content creation process and the business process. And so uh, we're gonna dive into all this on today's show. Irit, welcome. Hi, Alex. Thanks so much for having me. I am a huge fan of you. I've been following along for years now. I can say years now. That's crazy, right? It's been it's been over three years now. It's like, boom, time flies. Yeah. But also at the same time, it feels like forever. I don't even remember what it was like when I didn't create content. It seems so far ago, you know? But all right, so let's get into it. So um, I think there's a couple things on my mind as I think about, you know, I, I love creating content, but for a lot of people, it can feel like, even myself sometimes, when you don't have a good process, I remember being there where I didn't have a good process and I wasn't automating things where it felt like, oh, it's, it's a drag. It's like, how do we get through all this? And it seems so slow and it just seems disorganized and you're trying to post every day and then you stop posting because it's all over the place. So what would you recommend like from, from someone that's creating content now, and let's say they're doing some video content, what is a simple way to sort of like streamline and automate the content creation process? Oh, I love that question. Love that so, question. So, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. There are multiple ways that you can do this. I'm just going to give one example. It's so simple. It's like you start with this and and the sky's the limit. Imagine if you had an Excel sheet, but not an Excel sheet. We'll call it an Excel sheet, a sheet, a database, if you will. And it's just every row is an idea. Every row is a video clip. Every row is something that you're creating. And... You can have an ID for each one of these. You don't have to. Just the simplest way. Just the title, the topic, the pillar that you're writing about. And then when you record it, you just have a link. At first, you're going to paste the link into a cell. And that's where the original file is. And then you give access to this to your editor. And you can assign it to your editor. You say, hey, can you just edit this for me? You can give special instructions, whatever. Your editor goes into that. They edit it, they upload a file, and they paste the link to the edited file. You can create a revision process here, but let's just pretend for the sake of this discussion that it's perfect, that your editor knows exactly what you want. And once you've done that, you now can assign it to, let's say, your VA or your social media manager, and they can upload it to wherever they want to upload it. Now, this sounds really great and simple, but it's manual. And you can automate that so easily. If you take a tool, um, we, we call it a third-party integrator. Basically what it does is it takes one tool that speaks one language, let's say the square language, and it takes one tool that speaks the round language, and it basically makes the square peg fit into the circle hole by converting it into a language that they understand. So we could have, and I, my tool of choice is Zapier, and what we can do is we can create a Zap that basically says every time I upload a file into a specific location, automatically update the Excel sheet, the, the table, that I actually use Airtable for this, update the Airtable database with the link to that video and automatically assign it to my editor and send them an email with the special instructions with everything they need to know so they don't even have to actually go into the database. And then they edit it, do whatever they want. And when the editor is done, they upload the, the, 
edited file into the edited folder, a new folder. And again, once again, a zap just quickly finds the right row and updates the link and updates the assignee and updates the status. And now you can revi re revise it or upload it however you want. So all you've done is just record it. You just hit record. You've done nothing else. Mm, I love that. It's actionable too. So what, what do you find in terms of like, how much time is this saving somebody? Like throughout the week, throughout the months, the years, oh, wow. are we talking minutes, hours, days? <laughs> like what's the ROI? Because, you know, I think it's like, yeah, it takes a little bit of work to set things up. It's not rocket science, but it does take some work to set up, right? But then on the back end, what are you saving throughout the course of a week, a month, a year, you think? Just guess. So, yeah, so it really depends on how much you're creating. I have... Um, I just got more into video this year and I've decided to do four vertical clips a week to record. I don't necessarily post them. That's really solid. Yeah. And once, once I record them, I just put them in the Google folder and forget it. Ship it and forget That's it. I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm not doing anything anymore. So yes. all of that time thinking, where's the file? Where's the folder? Do I have to upload yeah. it? I don't care anymore. Yes. So it, it's I saving love that. a ton and, of time. Yes. And that's what, that's what business owners and busy executives want. It's like, I want to just create, I want to do one thing and then just be like, see ya. And, and have somebody else. I know that it's going to be taken care of, but I don't want to do all the inner workings. I'm the same way. Like, I don't want to do all the extra stuff, right? Like, I'm a business owner. People ask me, like, what do you use to edit your videos? I'm like, I don't edit my videos. <laughs> like, how can I edit all these videos and then run a business with 20 people? Like, there's no way, right? No way. And so it's no like, way. you don't want, you never want to comp. What I love about this is you're not sacrificing quality because it's behind the scenes streamlined. So it's just like, it's automating things behind the scene. It's not like you're trying to make a video where you're AI and it's all like, hello, eerie. You know, like you're not sacrificing the human component of it. I've seen those videos right now. They're, that's very similar. They're not good. I know they'll get better yeah. and stuff, but that's where they're at now. I found, eerie. it was funny, is like when I started, you're like, I was talking to you about the Zapier thing and you're giving me some feedback and stuff. And as I started setting up the different Zapiers, I was like, it's kind of like addicting. It's kind of like once you oh, yeah. set up one and you see how good it works, you're like, oh, I'm going to zap some things today. Let's get it. Like, what else can I automate? You know, because you just, it. it just That's literally, it. it takes your time and it gives you time back. I mean, it's like at time, we always talk about time is the most valuable asset that you have. And when you're able to like just remove time that you would spend on something and give it back to you in another way, that the ROI on that's through the roof. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so how does, how does someone get into like, cause you nerd out on this stuff and you can tell that you're passionate <laughs> about this. Like, how does someone get into being so good at the processes and the systems and automation side of things? Like, where did that come from? So the truth is when I started my education, I, I sort of stopped formal education midway through my master's, but I studied, um, to become an instructional designer. And I was doing that actually, I worked as an instructional designer for a really long time. And that, brought out the, you know, how do you organize things? Because my mind works in flowcharts. So I do this and then I do that and okay. And then I worked for a high tech company for a startup for five years. I was a product owner there and I was, you know, I, we had a development team in Romania and I was writing their, their specification documents and we had testing team worldwide and I was writing their testing. And then we had to sort of integrate different things on the site that we had a developer here in Israel as well. And so 
we found ourselves looking into Zapier when it was just starting out. It was just like wow, its first first days, and it was phenomenal. It was so much fun, and and like you said, it's addictive. Once you do it once, that's it. You want to do it forever. Yes, yes. And and also, my mind works like that. My mind works like. This is the trigger. This is the action. Okay. Now this action can then trigger this. Now this action can then trigger that. Like that's how my mind works. So for me, this was a no brainer. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, uh, well, we teach a lot of our customers to do, and now I'm starting to incorporate the automation because why not? Why wouldn't you? Right? Like it just makes so much sense. Like what we use typically is like a Trello board or you could use ClickUp or Monday.com. But let's say someone's got like a board set up already. And let's say, the, the automation of the process now is this. You create a raw video, you, you add the raw video to a G drive, and then it automatically creates a card in Trello. Editor grabs the card or content manager grabs the card. They go through the whole process in progress, ready for revision, edited video, ready to post. And then when it's done, when you move it to uh, scheduled or when you move it to completed scheduled video and archived, it automatically gets put in an archive folder in G Drive, because I think one of the most important things you can do with your content that most people don't do, and they don't maximize the ROI or the value of their content by not doing this, is archiving and storing your content. One, so you can go back and potentially just repost content from months back, because spoiler alert, nobody's checking in on every post you do and been like, oh, Alex, you posted that seven and a half months ago. Like no one's doing that, right? And secondly, you can just, at minimum, you've got this bank of content now to go through. And people are like, I don't know how to come up with content ideas. It's like, how about going through the last seven months of content that you've already created? You've got crazy ideas. And then you just pluck a few out and you remix them. So I like saving the videos, but not only the videos, the copy. Because when you save all the text, now you can go back and it's so easy to remix it or turn that copy into a, a video script for a TikTok video or LinkedIn video or YouTube, whatever it might be. So I see massive value in that. So the first question is, is there anything else you would add to that process or does that seem like a pretty streamlined process as is? Well, I would just well, tweak just one, thing one thing and then mm-hmm. add something at the end. So the first thing I would tweak is, you're not moving stuff manually from one place to the next. That's automated based on actions people are doing. So if you've moved it to the editor and the editor has uploaded an edited file, that's moving it to ready for review. The only thing the person is doing is marking it as reviewed. It's moving itself through the pipeline. And the thing at the end, no. Okay, so the thing at the end that I would add is it's not just archiving it. It's creating a data management system. So it's not just videos. I have an Airtable database that has all my content. I I mapped out all the emails that I sent out in 2021 and 2022. I uploaded all my new LinkedIn posts, like I do it there. All the sliders that I've ever done are there. All the company page posts that I have are there. And they're linked to where the content, where the assets are, right? They're not sitting and that in Airtable. Is the link in like a G Drive or Dropbox? Because you have to have somewhere to yeah. store the actual yeah. content, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. So couldn't Mine's you do on... that in a Trello? Couldn't you do that in Trello though, or would you need something like an Airtable? You can, but Trello isn't as powerful as Airtable okay. because Trello will help you for certain things, but the the internal automations, like the native automations that Airtable has. The capabilities of it are way stronger than Trello. Trello is great for project management, 
Mm-hmm. Not the best, but it's not bad. I mean, I, I love Atlassian stuff, but Trello is not my favorite tool for project management. Um, and ClickUp, like you have a problem with custom fields and zaps with all of these, what you don't have with Airtable because they're separate columns. So they're not considered custom fields. So they are a lot easier to program within Zapier. That's one of the reasons I love that. One more thing I would add that just to play off of what you just said, if I have content like copy for a video, I can add a zap that once the uploaded finalized file has been uploaded, I will send it to Descript to sort of get the final content out. Or if you have an SRT file, you can upload that as well. And now you take that and you assign that to create a slider. Just create a slider from that. You're repurposing the video in a different way. It's not just for a text post. You're yes. repurposing it for an Instagram reel that's a bit shorter, maybe, or, or a different format. Like, you can automate that process as well of pulling out the content. Whew. Guys, I hope you all are taking notes right now because well, I think we're 13 minutes in and there's been some bombs <laughs> dropped right now. This is good stuff. And when you say database, like, so, so walk me through so, like, people can understand this, right? So you, you got it. You got a streamlined process. It's automated. Cool. Makes sense. Got it. But let's say I'm going to go back and I want to search for content. That's where I feel like I could get better is like, uh, maybe I want to search for, you know, the behind the scenes of how to make videos, or I want to search for LinkedIn specific content. How are you doing that? Explain that, that part. Cause I think that's ultra valuable. Otherwise you've got this massive bank of content and it's like, I got to scrub through like, you know, seven months worth or 12 months or two years worth of content. Right. Right. So in my database, I have pillars. So it's a different table and it's, these are the pillars of the content that I talk about or the topics or the products that I'm selling. Like you can define whatever it is you want to sort it by. And then you yep. tag each element by that. And it can be multiple tags. So it could be this. I'm talking about um, content creation and LinkedIn, or I'm talking about content creation and TikTok. So it's tagged twice, right? It's not just yep. it's multiple tag. And then you have views. So you can view it based on the pillars. That's one thing that, you know, just makes it easier because you don't have to look at hundreds of pieces of content. You're only looking at, you know, maybe 30. Um, and then if you're putting in the text, the copy, the description into the, the table that I actually do, or at least I do it with, um, I put the heading in or the title, I put the description that I'm going to put on YouTube. I'll put the copy of that in there because that usually will give me the topic. I can search. It's searchable. That's a great feature because I can just search by words. I can look for a specific word and it will look for that word in the entire database. So that's a great way to do that as well. And and like I said, with the views, the views you can also do by date published, month published, um, right. if you have a column for where you published it. So did I put it on TikTok? Did I put it on LinkedIn? Did I use it as an Instagram reel? Is this a YouTube clip, like a short? Where is it? Um, and you can have it either as a single select or multi-select or just a checkbox in a column so that you can repurpose it and know that you've used it across the board. And when I create a slider for it, I have different tables for my videos, for my text posts, and for my and for my sliders. So when I'm using a video in a post on LinkedIn, I'll link it to that table. So I know exactly where this is coming, like where it's working with. So if I search for one, and this is like a rabbit hole in my own database, because I'll search for one thing, I'll click on, oh, that was clicked to this video. And then I'll look, oh, that video is also clicked to that. Okay. And, and you just yeah. go down a rabbit hole of your own content. It's actually really yeah. fun. <laughs> 
What would you What would you recommend for auto, or uh, streamlining or automating the scheduling process? So you got the content down, and now you want to schedule it to LinkedIn, TikTok, YouTube. Anything you'd say on that? that? I don't do that. I, I don't schedule my posts at all. I know like different social media managers have their own platforms that they love. Yeah. I find that on LinkedIn specifically, uploading a video or a carousel through an automated, like a scheduling tool is, is really hard. They don't always, not all tools allow that. They're getting better, but they're not all enabling it. Um, so I don't, okay. I don't have anything so you're saying, on that. <laughs> you, no, that's okay. I was curious. I didn't know if it went past, you know, because well, everything we've done so far is great. And then it's like it gets to a point where you got to actually schedule the content. I wasn't sure if there was anything. Like, it'd be really cool if you could, like, as soon as you move the video, just, like, in the scheduling queue. Oh, you can. <laughs> you can do that. That you can do. Just it, I, um, okay. So I can have it that on the day, let's say we know that the day it's approved, I want it to go into the schedule seven days later. Yeah. And I only approve one a day, just for the sake of this discussion. You can have a formula that will automatically have a schedule date. And then in, in Airtable, you have the calendar view. So you can see what you're, and, and you can color code it. So you can see, oh, this is on this topic. This is on this topic. This is on that pillar. And then I'm, I'm constantly approving. Like if it's on, it could be complex. If it's on this topic, let's say if it's on leadership, okay. And it's on LinkedIn then post it to the nearest Tuesday and then you can schedule, have the schedule automatically fill in the nearest Tuesday and then using that's native and then using a zap, you can connect it. I'm guessing like I haven't done this, but to um, a scheduling app and then have that yeah. like automate that. I'm guessing you can yeah. do that last bit. I haven't done it, but even if okay. you don't and you just do it to give it to your social media manager, you yeah. scheduled it. Yeah, you just eliminate a lot of the time and wastefulness of the whole process. And so by the time it gets to them, they just they schedule it out. It's not crazy. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that LinkedIn now has scheduler in the app, though. Yes. That's nice. Yes. Right? And then so does yeah. TikTok and so does YouTube. So reality is, like, you can schedule out your content for those platforms. I'm not sure about the other ones, but those are the three kind of main ones that we focus with. And it's nice to be able to do that now. And then, of course, you can create, you can get tools that kind of allow you to do multiple different platforms if you really want to. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's 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 move away from content for just a few minutes, and because all this stuff's been great, and I think it, look <laughs> if you're listening right now and you're like, oh my gosh, this seems like crazy work. One, talk to Irit because she's <laughs> a master at this and she can just help you expedite everything you want to do. But two, also know that like it's not like you're you're not gonna you know zero to one hundred in the next tw- twenty minutes, right? But how can you start either hire somebody to help you do it so you don't have to mess with it, or they'll show you how to do it or whatever it is, or you know, take steps at a time. Because again, once you start doing it, I'm telling you, like it just happened to me. You're going to be like, it's going to unlock something and you're going to be like, why wasn't I doing this earlier? You actually feel kind of silly because you're like, this is so stupid that I was doing this man- all this manual work before and I could have just spent the 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is, setting it up or paying someone to do it for me and then poof, it would streamline everything for the next five years. So it's like, it's just a no-brainer. But let's, what are you seeing in terms of businesses like just a, not necessarily content, but just what are maybe one to two key areas that you see when you dive into a business and you see, oh man, this is such a big ROI for them if they would just automate or streamline this pro- this one or two process. So the first process, and this is true for service providers and, and small business owners mostly, um, is the sales pipeline. I know this sounds like basic, but somebody reaches out to you 
and then you get on a call with them and then you have to send them a proposal and then you have to send them a contract and then you have to send them an invoice. And every time you have to go into a different tool, right? Because, okay, the proposal, I need to fill in this field and that field and this field and that field. And then, okay, that's 20 minutes down the drain. And then, oh, approved. Okay, now let's redo that process with a contract. This field and that field, (laughs) this field. And then now, okay, they fly the contract and now you want to invoice them. Okay, so now I have to go to my invoicing tool. Nobody likes doing invoice. I mean, except for accountants. If there's anyone listening (laughs) here that likes doing accounting, that you're not an accountant, let me know. Because I don't know many that do. So I streamline that. I also use, I use either Asana or Airtable for this, but Airtable is easier. And I mean, you could do this in ClickUp as well. I've done it in ClickUp for someone as well. We're basically, the minute you have a client in your CRM type database, just, you just move them through it and it's pulling all of the information from the custom fields and it's automatically creating the proposal when you click a button. It's automatically sending the contract when you click a button. It's filling in all the variables. It's automatically creating a client if you need it, an invoice if you need it. And you just save tons of time there. I love that. I mean, I think, you know, it's funny because I think people see my content and they think I'm like, and I am heavy into the creative land. Like that's, that's the space I love, but I actually really love this stuff too. Because to me, like I'm a very, I would describe myself as like an organized creative, you know, like I'm not all over the place. Like all my content scheduled for the next, you know, like it, it's not random. Everything's got a purpose behind it. It's, it's, it's systematized to a point. Always can get better, of course, but like I get excited about that stuff because, again, it just gives you more time back to do more creative things or to make better content. It's hard to make great content when you're stressed about the process and the system and you're trying to edit your own video. And it's like it's 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 craziness. You just can't do it all. And so like this stuff's cool. And I love it because it's just like it makes sense. It's so logical. The ROI is like right in front of you. It's like if you can't see the ROI, like you don't understand business or life because like the ROI right. is you getting your most valuable asset back, which is time. So it's like, right. to me, it's like a, such an easy, no it's a no brainer. Like you'd, you'd be silly not to do it. Right. So when you work with customers, what do you, do you set everything up for them? Do you teach them how to do it? Like, how do you get involved with, with people that want to work with you? It, there's a gamut. A it gamut. Depends. depends. So some people, so some I just strategize with them. Mm-hmm. And some will one hour strategy. You said before setting it up in 10 minutes, it doesn't take 10 minutes to set up. Even for me, it takes time. Like you have to understand Does the strategy it, yeah. behind it. So what is your content strategy? Maybe I was talking about like a very simple one step. <laughs> yeah. One step. It's, it's yeah. never 10 minutes. It's, and the thing is yes. you'll find yourself pulling out your hair after yes. five yes. hours. Like, what am I doing? Well, that's why even when you were talking about this stuff, I was like, I was like, my head's going, I'm like, all right, guys, just, you know, it's okay. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about this stuff. Eerie can handle it for you if you need to, though. Yeah. So some people just come to me to strategize and to think, okay, what do we want to do? And it, this is even medium-sized businesses come because they yeah. have processes in place that something is stuck. So we strategize and we try and find what's un- how to unstick it. And then some people want more in-depth. Let's do it together. Let's build the process together. I'll train them. I'll set some some of the things up for them. It's an e- like it's not one or the other. It's both. And some yep. people are like, just set it up for me. I don't want to know. Just teach me how to use it at the end. <laughs> and that's yeah. it. 
So it's more done for you. You just get in and do it yeah. all for them. And yeah, that's yeah. that's a that's a great option. I'm considering that for our business too. Or it's like do it yourself, done with you, or done for you. And obviously yeah. the price goes up the more yeah. work that 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 you have to do, right? Because you're taking yeah, again, sure. you're giving them more time back and just doing it all for them. And I can tell you, it's like anything. Like you're right about the time and. You know, it sounds, everything sounds kind of easy. And then you get in there, like even me, I was pinging you and I was like, what, is this right? Like, am I, <laughs> it's like, it's never as like simple as just like one, two, three, boom, you're done. Like, it's always gonna, you're gonna have questions. You're gonna probably mess it up if you do it by yourself without any help. So just know that going into it. But is there anything else from a business standpoint that you would add that business owners should look at doing? Um, you talked about sales pipeline and that kind of stuff. Anything else that you just see from a lot of different businesses yeah. that they, once you unlock this, it's like, whoa. Well, it's not a one thing, but every business has one type of project, we'll call it. One type of service or process that they're doing across the board for multiple clients. Yeah. And when you find that one and you define that and you streamline that and you automate that, then all of a sudden your business goes... Boom. I had one client, he's a service provider in the creative world, and we worked for six months to outline the process and to find the right tools and, and then, and to automate everything. And then one day I went, I flipped the switch and I said to him, okay, now let's do a client from start to finish. And he was like, whoa, it was worth it. It was worth the six months. I mean, that's a long time, but it was like, it was totally worth it because it was yeah. a very complex project and, and it was just everything worked within seconds. It was great. Because once you set it up, even though it takes work on the front end, once you set it up, it's like, gosh, your life just becomes so much easier. It's really simple. Yeah. So I love it. Eri, we're out of time. We got to run. Um, we had a little bit of connection issues in the beginning, so it kind of cut into some of our time. But I appreciate you being on the show. I'm so happy that you're here today. I feel like, man, if you didn't get a ton of value out of this, I just think you didn't listen to it, honestly. So um, follow uh, Erit on LinkedIn. Where else should they get a hold of you if they want to potentially work with you and learn more about what you do? Um, they could go to my website, but it's going through a rebrand. So LinkedIn is probably the best fit, but it's day-by-day.biz. Okay. When you LinkedIn go there, just fair warning, when you go to her website, She's got automation where you automatically become a customer. It, it automatically pulls the money out and, and boom, you're a customer. Not just be quite. ready for that, all right? She's just be ready. I'm just kidding. I should do that. I should do that. Yeah. I know where you are. Big brother is watching you. We got access to your wallet. Yeah. One thing I would, I don't know how you're, I haven't looked at your website, but one thing I think would be really cool is like, do you have a video on there? Not yet, but like I said, I'm rebranding, so everything okay. is changing. I think what would be so cool changing. is like showing a business owner, like, you know, take, maybe they select from three videos. One's like a sales pipeline, one's a content, one's a this, and then they watch a video, and it's like a one-minute video. First 30 seconds is like, here's what you'd have to do if you didn't automate or systematize. This step, this step, this step, this step, this step. That's a lot of time. And then you go, the next 30 seconds is like, here's what it would do if you automated. Boop, boom, oh, three steps, that. right, or two steps. It's like you just save probably hours worth of time every week. How much are you worth per hour? Thousand dollars, five, whatever it is. There it is, right? I think oh, vi I the visuals that. behind that would be like it's just. I think it would sell it for sure. I love that. Yeah. That's a brilliant idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking to my I'm gonna be talking to my brand strategist today, telling her that. Yeah, yeah. You can. And you can, it could be simple. You could do some animation. It, it it honestly wouldn't be. It doesn't have to be anything complex. But I think showing people. That's what's big about those, like what you do is like, 
if you could just show people, even like what we discussed today, like just visualize and, and show people what it would do and the change from yeah. this is what I'm doing now and it's, God, it's painful, it's taking time, it's annoying to like, this is how easy life is going to be once you make this change. And it really is that way. And it's like, they, but they just need to see it, you yeah. know? And I'd post content like that all the time too. But all right, yeah, Eri, thanks for being on the that. show. <laughs> I appreciate you. I'll see you around, okay? Thank you Thank so you. much for having me. Thanks. Thanks.